11, verse 1. Just one verse today. Some of you are saying, amen, we'll get out early. Well, we might. You never know. We might. But I can talk for a long time on one verse in case you didn't know that. We, we're going to keep it simple today. So let's pray and we'll get started. Father God, we come to you. And God, we thank you for being good to us. And we thank you for loving us. And we thank you for giving us your word, dear Lord. And I pray today that we would hear it and that we would live by it. God, that it would not come in one ear and out the other, dear Lord. God, I pray that if there is one in this room today that does not know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, that today they would have faith in Him. God, I pray that you would hide me behind the cross as I preach and teach. God, I pray that you give me the words to say, dear Lord. Pray that you keep me humble, dear Lord. Take away any, any fear I may have to preach today, but God, may, may your Holy Spirit speak to each one of us, God, through your word. So God, I lift up this service to you, these people to you, and I pray that you bless us today. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yesterday, I had the privilege to go to a funeral. Now, you may say, man, that privilege to go to a funeral, that's not a privilege. But I'll tell you, it was a privilege. As most of you probably know, my brother-in-law's sister passed away, and we went to the funeral. And I'm going to tell you, there was a lot of folks that came through the door yesterday. I would venture to say a thousand, and I don't think that that's a, an unreasonable guess. And people were flocking to, and many of them had stories about how she had touched their lives. And as the service was going on, I looked around the room, and in the room I saw tears. And, and I looked, and I looked, and I looked, and what I really saw with everybody that was there and all the things that were said, I didn't see what you may think that I saw. I mean, a lot of people, they would, they would go to a funeral and they would see people crying and they would say, man, I see, I see pain and I see sorrow and I see sadness and I see, I see grief, I see loss. And sure, you do see that. But I saw something much better yesterday at that funeral. When I looked around at all the people that were there, I saw hope. I saw hope because, because of the people that were there, they realized that there was something bigger than, than death, that there was someone bigger than death, and that someone is Jesus Christ. And so in that church yesterday, there were a lot of tears. There were a lot of people that were, that were missing the one who had passed, but there was hope. There was hope because of the Word of God. There was hope because God's Word says there's something better than what this life has to offer. There was hope because everybody in that room that has heard the gospel of Jesus Christ knows that one day we'll get to see our loved ones in Christ again. And that is the hope that I want each of us to have today. That in the midst of this journey in the midst of the sin that we battle against, and the sorrow that we see, the loved ones that we lose, the hardships that we encounter, that we know that there is a, a better hope. A better hope that can deliver us from 
from the evil of sin that surrounds us. There is a hope. I want to tell you today, there is a hope in Jesus Christ. And as we sat through that funeral yesterday, there was a word that I heard a lot. Faith, 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 faith. As this young woman for years now has battled cancer, every time I would get a report from her brother or from her mother, it was always the same report. Man, she's not doing too good. Her health's declining, but she has faith in the Lord. She is trusting in the Lord. She knows that the Lord is good. She knows that the Lord is with her. For five years or so now, every report I ever hear of her or heard of her was about her faith. For an hour and a half, we sat in that funeral yesterday, and some of you are saying, an hour and a half. hour and a half, people would stand, and they would begin to speak of her faith and how they saw her faith and how she lived her faith out. And Because of her faith, she was not afraid at the most difficult point in her life. And because of the faith in many in that room yesterday, there was hope. So my question to you today is, what is your faith in and where do you find hope? Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is the reality of what is hoped for, the proof of what is not seen. Faith is the reality of what is hoped for. Now for us here today, we look around and we see what's around us, and it's a mess. Now, I don't know everybody in this room, I haven't asked anybody this question, but I would venture to say that if I were to go to you each one right now and say, what do you hope for? I'd guess that not a single person in this room would say, I hope for exactly what we've got and I want more of it. Nobody hopes for that. Nobody hopes for more pain and more sickness and more sorrow. Nobody hopes for more job loss. Nobody hopes for more hard times at school. Nobody hopes for more arguments and bitterness and anger. Nobody hopes for that. If you do, come see me. We need to talk. These are not things that we want. We don't hope for that. We hope for something better. We say, man, I wish things weren't so bad. I wish the people that I love didn't have to die. I wish there wasn't any pain. I wish there wasn't any suffering. I wish people would just love each other. Well, we're not going to get that in this world. But I've got good news for you today. That God says, I've got a place prepared for you, and it is that. It is a place free of sorrow and pain and sickness and death. It is a place that is nothing but love. It is a place that is nothing but goodness and mercy and grace. And we call that place heaven. So there is a better place than this world that we live in. A place that I hope you want to go to today. And so our hope should be for something better than this world. And faith is how we experience that hope. Faith is the reality of what is hoped for. People may come to you. Maybe you've put your faith in Jesus Christ. And they may say, how do you know that it's real? 
Because I have faith. Our faith is the reality of what is hoped for. And if what is hoped for is something better than this world and in eternity with God in a place that is perfect, if we put our faith in Jesus Christ, we will obtain what we hope for. But if what you hope for is something better and your faith is not in Jesus Christ, then the reality that you will experience will not be anything better than this world. It will be more of the same and much worse for all of eternity. Faith is the reality of what is hoped for. Now, you may say, prove to me that God is real. Prove to me that the Bible exists. And I would give you my best attempt at that. And perhaps people come up to you and they say, prove to me God's word is real. And I hope you'll give it your best attempt. But at the end of the day, there is no amount of proof that is going to save anyone's soul. Because we are not saved by proof. We are saved by faith. God's Word does not say, wait till you get enough proof to know that I'm real, and then follow me, and your soul will be saved. That's not what God's Word says. God's Word says we are saved by faith. And so you read God's Word. I hope you do. If you don't, you need to. We, come to. we come to church. We come to Sunday school. We hear sermons here, on the radio, wherever. This is the Word of God. I'll tell you today, this is truth. The Word of God is truth. And the greatest truth in God's Word that everything in God's Word points to is Jesus Christ and Christ crucified and resurrected. That Jesus Christ saw what we've got, all this sin, all this junk, all this mess, and Jesus said, you are in trouble. But Jesus said, I'm going to come, and I'm going to pay the price for you. The wages of sin is death, but Jesus said, I will be death for you. Jesus said, I will live a perfect life because you cannot do it. Jesus said, I will suffer. I will bleed, I will be nailed to a cross, and I will die so that you can be forgiven. And Jesus did just that. And praise the Lord, three days later, God raised him from the grave, and he is victorious today, and he desires to share that victory with you. And that is the story of God's Word. From beginning to end, it's all connected. And you may, not, you may not see that at first, but you keep studying God's Word, and as you study, the Holy Spirit will continue to show you Scriptures, and you'll begin to see Jesus in places, and you say, man, this is all part of God's grand plan. Grand plan of what? Grand plan to save your soul. God's grand plan to give you peace and comfort and joy, to give you security. That's part of God's plan. It's a part of God's plan that's accomplished through Jesus Christ and Christ alone. When we speak of this faith here in Hebrews 11, we speak of a faith in Jesus Christ and Christ crucified. Can you give me proof that God exists? I'll give you the Word of God. That's all the proof I can give you. You can either accept it in faith or you can reject it, but that is all the truth and the proof of God that we have. 
and we read God's Word, and there are some parts of it we say, man, I don't really understand that. But I have faith that it's right. I have faith that it's true. I have faith that it's good. Even if I don't understand everything it says, God said it, and I believe it. I don't need proof because I have faith. And that is what saves our souls. Now, faith is the reality of what is hoped for, the proof of what is not seen. If somebody says, show me the proof, the only way we can show them the proof is to show them our faith. We show them our faith and how we live. We show them our faith and how we act. We show them our faith and how we respond at things like funerals, when those who are lost are grieving and, and sad and don't know how they're going to make it. And they see us in the midst of our sadness. And they say, how, how are you doing this? How are you making it? Why, why aren't you just completely destroyed by this? How, how are you going to make it through? And if we put our faith in Jesus Christ, we can tell them just that. I will make it through because Jesus is my Savior. I will make it through because of the Word of God. I will make it through because God loves me. I will make it through because God is my strength. I will make it through because God is my comfort. And those who do not know Jesus Christ, perhaps some of you in this room, how will you make it through funerals? How will you make it through the loss of a job? The loss of a child. Family problems. How will you make it through those things? Some people make it through those things. With drugs and alcohol. Some make it through by spending a little more money. Some make it through by being angry to everybody they can see. There are a lot of ways that we can try to make it through life's problems, but those are not good ways to make it through life's problems. And you know it as well as I do, because those things that we try to, we try to do to make us feel better when things are not good, they don't make us feel good. They make us feel worse. And so as smart as we are, we say, well, if this made me feel worse, maybe I need to do a little more of it, and that'll make me feel better. And we put our faith and we put our trust in things of the world in our times of sorrow and sadness and pain. But what we need to do is put our trust in Jesus Christ. I want to tell you today that if you have not put your faith in Jesus Christ, you're not going to find comfort. You're not going to find joy. You're not going to find rest. You're not going to make it through the tough times in life because you can't do it. It's only the power of God that can get us through these things. I don't know what power you're, you may be seeking and clinging to today, but I'm going to tell you, if it's not the power of the Lord, you're in a mess. So what is your faith in today? You know, people really, everybody has faith in something. We all have faith in something. Some people have faith in their, in their bank account. They don't need God. They don't need anything else. They're not worried about hard times because they've got a lot of money. Faith is in their bank account. 
Perhaps it's in their celebrity status. Perhaps it's in their position at work. A lot of people have a lot of faith in a lot of things. But a lot of people have a lot of faith in a lot of things that ain't going to do nothing for them when times get tough. We need a better faith. We need to hope for something better than what we see. We don't need to seek the things of this world to give us comfort in this world. We need to seek something that's better than this world, something that's out of this world, and that is the Lord. So what do you have faith in today? You want proof that God exists, that Jesus Christ died on the cross? The proof is in the Word of God. The proof is in the faith of all the saints that have come before you, those that you see around you that live for the Lord, that you see that God is working in their life. You don't see that they're perfect. You don't see that they never mess up. But you probably notice that there's something different about those who walk with the Lord than those who don't. And it is their faith. And it is by faith that we will be saved from our sins. But that faith only comes through Jesus Christ. And I believe that the moment that we have that faith, I'm talking about the moment. Maybe you've already had it this morning. Maybe you've already had that moment where God has convicted you and you said, whoa, God, I haven't put my faith in Jesus Christ. And maybe sitting on that pew today, your heart is convicted. And in your heart, you have said, God, forgive me. I trust Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. By faith, you have been saved. Praise the Lord. Amen. That is good. We are saved when we put our faith in Jesus Christ. And what does God tell us to do? He says, look, follow through with baptism. That's what Jesus calls us to. Praise the Lord, we're doing that next Sunday. That's what our faith does. We, we follow through with our faith. We let the world know. We show the world how we live. We, we tell the world about Jesus Christ. Now, I don't know anybody's heart today, but I know this. I know that we are all sinners I know that life is busy and it is hard. I know that probably everybody in this room is stressed and you are tired and you are weak and you don't know how you're going to make it. But those in this room who put their faith in Jesus Christ know God will give me the strength. And for those of you in this room who have not put your faith in Jesus Christ, guess what? The invitation is open. God desires to give you that strength. Jesus died on the cross so that we could be forgiven. That is our hope. That is our hope. That we leave this world and go to be with the Lord and Savior who died for us. If you haven't put your faith in Jesus Christ today, if the Holy Spirit is working on you, I pray that right now that you'd put your faith in Jesus. You'd ask God to forgive you of your sins. You would trust that Jesus is the Son of God who gave His life on the cross to be forgiven of sins, and that when you call out unto Him, He is faithful to forgive you. I hope you find faith today in faith in Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Father God, we come to you. We thank you for the simple truth of your Word. God, you give us your Word. It's, it's spelled out for us. and God, we may not always understand every bit of it, but God, one thing is very easy for us to understand, and that is you gave your one and only Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. God, I pray for those today who are here that are yours, 
that you would strengthen them. God, I pray that you would re refocus their hope. God, sometimes the things of this world get so big, we, we focus so much on them, we, we lose sight of our hope. God, help us to refocus, to look to the hope we have in Jesus Christ, the hope of something better. God, we live in this world. We've got to keep living until the time comes you take us out. So give us strength to do that, but let us always look forward to the day of a better hope. God, I pray that if there are some in this room today that are not yours, maybe they've been living life their way. Maybe they've heard your word a million times. Maybe they've sat on the church pew a thousand times. But God, maybe they've never given their life to Jesus. Maybe they're still living for their self a little bit. God, I pray that today that they would come to you, that they would repent of their sins, they would confess those sins to you, that they would trust Jesus as their Savior, that their faith would be in Jesus and what he did on his death and on his resurrection. God, that their sins may be wiped away and they be washed white as snow. God, we thank you for Jesus. And God, I pray that everyone in this room will have faith in Jesus today. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.